Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We caught up earlier today with Stephen Roman, CEO of TSX, the listed uranium junior global atomic for a 2020 roundup and a little look into 2021. If you want our thoughts and opinions on that, you can go and find those at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. You can also find detailed company reports and analysis. You can find commentary from experts from around the world on a variety of commodities and companies. There are training videos on there to help you get a little bit better at diligencing your own investments. There are summaries of other interviews that we've done just to save you a bit of time. And of course, why don't you join our community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other in a nice, safe environment. So that's cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. Stephen, how are you doing, sir? Matthew, I'm doing very well. Thank you very much. We, uh, we're staying healthy and staying very busy. Good lad. And you're also looking immaculate for this end of year roundup. Thank you well, for I joining us. Well, I thought I'd dress up because it's the end of the year and it's Christmas and we've had a good year. So despite the uh, pandemic, uh, Global Atomic has done extremely well in 2020. We've uh, got our uh, zinc plant running at capacity right now. The price of zinc has moved up from 80 cents to a dollar 26, 27 a pound. So that is going to expedite our payout of our project uh, loan in 2021. And uh, of course, uh, our big flagship DASA project has been progressing extremely well with our, our PEA, our preliminary economic assessment uh, completed and submitted uh, to the market in May. And then our development plan, our environmental impact statement, uh, hydrogeology, all of that completed over uh, Q2, Q3. And we submitted our, our plan to the government uh, for, uh, with our application for a mining permit at the end of September. So now we're uh, awaiting the award of our mining permit. And of course, that'll move us into the next phase. Yeah, busy year. And we've been with you all the way, listening to your, uh, your story and um, how the market's uh, perceiving you. Um, I got, I got to say, though, I think all uranium markets, uh, uranium juniors recently have seen a little uptick in, in, in the price. You know, you guys are up at 90 cents now, and I, I know you want more than that, but it's, it's, that's not bad. Um, it, what do you think is happening out there? Have people just suddenly woken up to uranium? I think, uh, you know, there's been a, a, a bit of stimulus out there. The Americans have made a decision to actually uh, develop and acquire a strategic reserve. Of course, they're the country with the, the most nuclear reactors, the biggest fleet. And uh, they now, uh, right through every level of government, they've decided that nuclear is definitely uh, a way to go to have a solid base load power and that they don't have very much of their own uranium. So, you know, it's, it's helped the, the industry generally. And then of course, the dwindling of, uh, of excess supply out there, I think people are starting to realize, hey, the, the slop in the market is being cleaned up and utilities have to start getting back into the market. So, you know, Cameco has announced that uh, the utilities are now approaching them, starting to think about long-term supplies. And, you know, a lot of their, their supplies are also dwindling and they need to stock up 
in addition, of course, to all the new reactors being built around the world. So uh, the uh, United Arab, Arab Emirates, UAE, just announced they, they commissioned their first 1400 megawatt reactor a week ago. And uh, they're very excited. It's a Korean built plant. Um, but, uh, you know, a lot of plants are being built now. I think uh, 55 under construction, another 40 probably by the end of the decade. And, and the big uh, new technology, I would say, that's, that's coming to market are the uh, small modular reactors. So those are going to be much cheaper to build, operate, uh, and be basically accessible to very many more communities. It's interesting. So this is all very, very positive for the uranium industry, generally speaking. Well, so, uh, yes, in interesting for the uh, nuclear uh, fuel cycle generally. And uh, you know, as we were talking in our weekly uranium uh, show that we, we have about this momentum, right? This momentum in the marketplace, this fear of missing out, uh, that people are suddenly realizing the supply demand story. They're, they're hearing the supply demand story. They're seeing these sorts of statements by the U.S. government um, as, as well. And they're putting their money where their mouth is. So I think, you know, across the board, Uranium Juniors have benefited from this for sure. Um, so, you, like, but, but if you don't mind, I want to talk about a couple of things. I know you, you just talked us through some of the things in the year, but um, I wanted a little update, take the chance, as well as the 2020 update, but just talk about the pilot plants. I mean, ha has that um, delivered uh, the phase two and phase three uh, elements yet? So, so what we did, just so the people know uh, that are listening in, we actually uh, drilled off uh, our flank zone with cash flow that we received from Turkey. It allowed us to develop that whole asset, uh, that mine plan. But we, we then shipped a lot of ore from DASA for the, from the first five years of mining, so every level. And uh, we brought that to a, a facility called Process Research Ortec here in Canada that are very, very uh, experienced in uranium extraction, metallurgy, uh, developing flow sheets, et cetera. So uh, we decided to run a pilot plant that we've uh, organized three campaigns. So uh, as we go through each campaign, we do more optimization, tweaking, uh, and we uh, confirm the, the flow sheet that we've developed. Uh, that's, uh, you know, a reflection a little bit of the, the flow sheet that, uh, that Orano uses up at Komanak because we're effectively the same kind of ore. Um, but uh, now we've had a very successful run with that and we'll be making announcements in Q1 about all of the, uh, you know, the, the optimization that we've achieved with these pilot plants. But what it also shows is that, you know, the metallurgy is, is clean, the recoveries are good. Uh, acid consumption is low and uh, that we've got a very viable project with the flow sheet that we've developed. Okay, but, um, interesting to see what those numbers when they come out. So talking of uh, Q1, mining permit, are we going to see it? I think so, yep. We're looking uh, pretty positively uh, with everything going on in Niger. Of course, there's an election on the go as well, but uh, the the both both parties, you know, the, the incumbent party, the other parties, they all want to see this project go ahead. It's it's the, the greatest new uranium project in the country and everybody's behind it. Um, so uh, we expect uh, news fairly soon. 
Yeah, no, and I think it's happening today because we were due to speak with the uh, Ministry of Mines um, last month. It's been moved to February to get the elections out of the way. So um, I think people are pretty much focused on that. Um, have you been able to get any of your team in country due to COVID restrictions? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know what? Funny enough, uh, they have better protocols much quicker there than they do in Canada. So basically, you land, uh, you get a COVID test when you land, and by the time you get your baggage, uh, you're free to go if you're if you're negative. Wow. Uh, there's none of this uh, two-week lockdown or, or waiting for results for weeks. Um, it's very quick. So we've got uh, our consultants there right now as we speak. Um, they've been at site. Uh, they're laying out the plans for the mill, for the tailings, for the portal. Uh, they've been up to Arlit to visit with contractors. The contract, local contractors there, of course, they've been in the uranium mining business uh, for 50 years and developing infrastructure. They work and do work for Arano, et cetera. So, we know these people, they've worked with us in the past. Uh, we've built roads with them, etc. And uh, so we've met with all these people. Everybody's very excited to get involved. Uh, they know about our project, of course. And I uh, know it's been a very successful trip. And actually, uh, we have a big crew coming out on the weekend. And uh, they've been there for a couple of weeks. So uh, very positive. I see, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, interesting. I love that story, the fact that uh, they're more efficient dealing with COVID than, you know, lots of, we hear lots of stories, people sitting in hotels in Perth waiting to get back to their families, but they can't for 14 days because of the quarantining conditions. Interesting. Um, like we, we did a report on you guys, you know, you know, middle of the year talking, uh, talking about what you've got there and we, you put you down as a kind of category of one. I think people are recognizing doing business in, and getting business done in Africa is good, long track record in the share. But more importantly, you will become a mine. You can become a mine without the kind of long delays in permitting. So I think that's the attractiveness of it. So um, can you just tell us what we can expect to see next year? I get the Q1, you've got some uh, drill results coming out or the assay component coming out. I get the, we're looking for the mining permit, but what's 2021 look like for you guys in the context of where we are in the cycle? Uh, so yes, once once we have our mining permit, uh, of course, uh, we, we are also currently doing geotechnical drilling. So the geotechnical drilling is required to uh, locate your portal to make sure the rock quality is sufficient to, uh, you know, to dig into effectively. Um, and then uh, the mine plan also to finalize the mine plan, we are actually doing some geotech drilling in the mining areas uh, so that our rock mechanic uh, consultants can actually do the finalized mine design and layout, you know, whether we go with 20 meter centers or 25 meter centers, what the drift sizes are, et cetera. So that all should be done in the next three months, three to four months. So as we get our mining permit in Q1, we start getting all of that technical data completed. So we compile all that uh, with our final engineering, the final flow sheet for the plant, effectively wrapping it into a, a bankable feasibility study that'll be completed by mid-year. And uh, then, of course, uh, we've got to go for some sort of a project financing. So the good thing about Global is that, of course, uh, people might remember in 2017, we signed an MOU with Arano Mining. 
to direct ship ore from Dasa to Arano's uh, Somer mill. So Comanac, of course, they announced they're shutting down in next year because of uh, ore exhaustion. These mines have been running for 50 years. But uh, we're in discussions with them on, you know, exactly finalizing the terms on potentially shipping them ore from Dasa. And of course, that would allow us to get the mine started for very little capital, basically driving a ramp into the ore body and starting to ship material down the road. Uh, you know, the local contractors that we're talking about, they're keen to get that done and they'd love a trucking contract from us. So that could be a way to really expedite the project development, start generating some cash flow with uranium sales, in addition to our payout of our Turkish zinc assets. So you're going to have enough cash then to potentially, you know, start building your mill 12 to 24 months down the road. So, you know, unless the uranium price goes to, you know, $60 a pound and there's tons of cash available to build our plant, which is the end game. Like we want to have our own integral plant and uh, mine operating that's obviously the most profitable for global atomic shareholders. Uh, but this is a way to do it in stages that won't uh, tax the company a lot as far as uh, capital requirement. No, I, I get that. I think that's well understood. Uh, paying off the paying off the Perfezza line quickly and you know, with sync at prices that they are today, that's you know, very, very encouraging, and I get the I get the staged approach to minimizing the capex requirements, and, and you know, especially optimizing that along the way too. But and without dragging on a conversation we've had multiple times in terms of pricing required in the marketplace, we know your views. Are you hearing about any conversations, contracts uh, with utilities happening out there? Because we're getting noises around that that there are there are conversations happening, but unclear about at what price there there are definitely conversations uh price is uh, still sort of up in the air i would say i think the price the spot price will start moving soon uh, you know term pricing now people are talking in the 40 dollar range for 2024 when we would be in production so if we go ahead uh, with everything on schedule, we should start moving dirt on site by the first quarter of 2022 um, and um, actually be able to start shipping ore to Arano by mid-2023. If we built our own plant, then we would start shipping yellow cake from that in 2024. So, you know, our, our base case um, modeling has been done at $35 a pound. We've done sensitivities down to $25 a pound, up to $50 a pound. You know, clearly, you know, uh, if, if the price is $40, uh, we're going to be uh, quite a, an exciting project from a, a profitability point of view. Yeah, one of the few, I suspect, one of the few at that price. Uh, well, I, thanks very much, Stephen. I mean, great, great, uh, great year for you guys. A nice way for, for you to end it with, um, with the share price. Uh, getting appreciated in the marketplace finally. Um, I think I'm keen to see what happens to Q1 with you guys. Sounds like some big announcements to be made there and you know a bit more clarity on timing and economics too. So have a great Christmas, is all I can say. Thank you very much, Matthew. You too and the family, all the best. And we look forward to catching up with you uh, 
when we have our mining permit and giving everybody an update. Beautiful. Okay, see you soon, sir. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.